3: It's Friday 13th of January 2023, 20, Friday the 13th. In this evening's show, uh, we are joined by Carl from the, the Watford pod. Don't scratch your eyes. Uh, Carl's going to begin with the lowdown on the Hornets and help us preview this weekend's action as the Seasiders travel to Vicarage Road. And I'm John Asperol, this is the Seasiders podcast match preview show, Watford versus Blackpool. Ready, Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Sea Sands Podcast on a uh, Friday on a preview show. Um, this is also going out onto uh, Twitter Spaces for a bit of an experiment. So uh, welcome everyone if you're listening on there. Welcome on the audio pod if you're listening on the audio. Um, Tim's here. Almost, uh, also, we're waiting for Pete. Tim just scoffed your tea down. A bit unusual for us to do a, doing a preview show, isn't it? But yeah. such is the. Um, Kind of turn around in optimism with these the renaissance, signs. I
4: think was the expression used on the last pod, wasn't it? The um, uh, yeah, I want to in at seven CJ, o'clock, so I'm is? sat here with the remnants of my tea to the side of me, which is I'm going to leave now because I'm too professional to eat in front of the uh, viewers and listeners and <laughs> the guest, and the, the guest, guest, of course. You know, oh, how be-
3: rude, how rude. Um, well, welcome, Carl. Carl's from the uh, the Watford pod, don't scratch. Your eyes, um, I did a bit for them yesterday on the audio pod, and um, Carl's kindly come on this evening. So, uh, welcome, Carl. How's it yeah, going? Yeah,
0: thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, very well, very well. Uh, I would say I'm looking forward to tomorrow, but I, I'd be I'd be lying, if I'd be <laughs> quite honest with you.
3: Uh, we've got uh, an international flavour. David Coleman is on, not the David Coleman, is on from uh, uh, San Antonio. Goo afternoon in San Antonio. It's a bit gooey over there. Goo
4: afternoon to you as well. <laughs> There is a song about that, but I'm not going to uh, ruin the pod by singing it.
3: <laughs> oh, go on, Tim. No. <laughs> right, um, we just went for Pete to come, so let's just get cracking um, with Carl. So, right, Carl, um, we always uh, open up with guests um, with a bit of a backstory. Why are you a Watford fan and how long have you oh, supported right. the, Hartford, the Hornets for?
0: Um Born and bred uh, in in Watford, I grew up literally around the corner from Vicarage Road, so it's always um, always been in my blood. Um, seen some terrible, terrible things. Seen some good things. But a little bit like Blackpool, I guess. So um, similar, similar club in many ways. It's had some terrible times and it's had some good times. So, but you can't you can't pick who you support. I think it's it picks you.
3: Well, it's it's good that you support your local team because a lot of people from uh, in and around the big cities take the, take the glory option. Oh, really, don't we've they? we've
0: got all the Man United fans down here? They're all
4: uh, <laughs> they're all around. Seriously, us. They're, they're all, all por- us down here. Pep oh, Carl. Sorry. They were all born within a mile of Stretford. That's they all. Whenever time we speak to a Man United <laughs> fan, yeah, wherever they're from, they were born in Manchester. And I'm oh, cool. thinking Manchester must have had a population the size of <laughs> Beijing <laughs> or somewhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, I, I remember being at Old Trafford recently, uh, last couple of seasons, and um, singing a song along the lines of "We'll see you on the motorway." Yeah. They're all traveling. They're all traveling down with us. Um, it's, it's a joke. I saw a kid in, in Watford Town Centre just the other day wearing a Man City shirt. Disgusting! Disgusting behavior.
4: And 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 what, so timing-wise, were you uh, um, growing up under the Graham Taylor era when they? Uh, sort exactly. of came up right up through the leagues no
0: no I mean despite the greyness in my beard I, I um
5: thanks it's only
4: 27 thanks,
5: thanks for
0: that Tim yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> mate, yeah. no I am um, I missed the first Graham Taylor uh, era I got the, the the second time when I when I started it was uh, uh, Glenn Roder era it was, it was you know terrible my god it was a dreadful time to to be supporting your club but um, for whatever reason it just stuck um, but yeah then, then second time around Graham Taylor uh, come back and yeah Phoenix from the ashes really
4: so, yeah, despite stuff. my youthful looks I remember the first time round oh, I bet uh, you do I bet you do <laughs> so uh, <laughs> where's that I laugh was, sound
5: effect gone
4: I remember and
5: that's L- what you follow Watford though you, you look like that as I say he's only 27 but that's what it's L- L- Luther
4: Blissett John yeah, uh, yeah. And, and all, and all uh, who, who else who else was um, Steve Sherwood
3: was, the goalie Steve Andy, Gray headed, Andy Gray headed Andy headed one out of his hands yeah. in that cup final well, I can Grays.
5: remember more Luton players. <laughs> what did he say? He just mentioned that. I can remember more Luton players.
0: Swear word, isn't it? That's a swear word. We don't go. We don't go there. I wasn't going to mention Preston or Fleetwood during this podcast. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I'm now
4: struggling to remember the names of all the players who used to play for them. But um, there was um, at the time, you know, they, they were they were obviously. I started watching footballing properly in '78. Mm. And, uh, and Watford were were on the, yeah, exp- the exponential rise up the divisions at that point, weren't they? And um, I think yeah. they got themselves in the eighty one. You got promoted or something? I think was it you and Luton? Who got promoted at the same time. Same into, time. Yeah, and uh, they time. had Paul Walsh, and it was all. We all of a sudden we seemed to go from this very very negative four four two to having this sort of very fluid football in the Premier League, and it's quite exciting because you you were you were doing the you stuck with the four four. Well, probably more four-two-four, I think, if I'm thinking mm. rightly. And and we and, um, were would, would, would sort of playing all sorts of... Um, well, they
0: were playing on a plastic pitch as well, so that didn't help.
4: Yeah, all sorts of formations. And uh, and we saw a bit more of that coming into the 82 World Cup, where you had Denmark and do all doing different things. And it was good. It was a good time, actually. I have a very fond memories of uh, watching football around that period.
5: Tim, I watched Watford home and away for nearly 14 years. Did you? yeah.
3: Pete, you've obviously just appeared a bit late to the yeah. pod. Do you want Maybe. to tell Carl your kind of local to the? Yeah, uh, tell me your you live, story because there's yeah. a
5: story there. You well, I, 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 I used to live in. I used to live in Watford. Uh, well, I used to live in Oxley actually, but um, yeah, I was in the police there, and uh, I was part of the football intelligence unit from '87 till about. 2000, 1999, something like that, 2000. Oh, a okay. bit earlier than that. So, yeah, so I used to go, I used to go to home and away games.
0: Thankfully,
5: That's we have <laughs> <I'm a>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might have you nicked mate. Yeah, yeah,
0: you might have done. <laughs> there was always a Welsh guy that I remember travelling home and away with us, police. He, he resided recently, so, um, but he was a Cardiff City fan, but he he come home and away with Watford fans. He was, he was a good, good guy, good guy.
5: Al Jick We're, was the, uh, football bloke at the time all right okay we're so we're a family it.
0: club we don't cause any
5: problems so you know no there were very few to be fair that's you know there, there wasn't a lot to be honest
4: i was just really. quite like that that sort of sort of semi-circular home end i know i know you obviously probably were rather exposed to the elements in those days but you used to have that terrace behind the goal, didn't you that i see a, to... yeah, a yeah 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 yeah, I know it's probably changed a bit since then, but
0: um... it has now. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, uh, we were talking before we started a- about ownership. Um, the one thing the owners have done is invested in the um, in the stadium. You know, we've got a. Uh, you know, it's still a small stadium in terms of of, of this country, but it's, it's Premier League standard. It's it, it is quality now.
4: Mm.
5: Carl, I've got to tell you a quick quickly that when uh, when I was working there one day, there was a, a bloke, a QPR fan, old boy, used to come to the. Watford games, and used to go to the QPR games as well because he lived in Watford. And uh, there was a game, there was a minute silence um, going. I saw oh, there was a minute silence today. He went, "Oh, minute silence! There's ninety minute silence here every fucking week." <laughs> 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 that was back in the day. He used to be very quiet. We've livened up a bit since then.
3: <laughs> you nailed the accent there, Pete. I think you was obviously yeah, he been done long, enough it, too yeah. long. Oh, he did. Yeah. Uh, right, Judge. Um, tell us very briefly about your. Um, your uh, podcast, Don't Scratch Your Eyes, Carl, yes. and um, how, how long it's been going, how you got involved in it, how it's most so, interesting to hear these Yeah, things. yeah,
0: yeah. So it's, it's Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, uh, which comes from, the name comes from that that goal, Troy Dini. Troy Dini. Against, Yeah, Lester is the, com- the commentary. Um, Bill Leslie said, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. And when we were looking for the podcast, during COVID, actually, that's how it comes come together. Myself and Justin uh-huh. um, just got talking uh, you know, as you do to to other uh, football fans, I was already doing a match day vlog on YouTube. Um, and it just sort of started. I said, the, the, there are, for some reason at Watford, there are a couple of podcasts, um, but they're very much in tune with the club. They're very much on the club sort of coat sales, looking for for little bits here and there, but we, we wanted something that was a little bit more against the grain. Um, we started it during COVID and it's just gone bang, you know, just, just, got out of nowhere we've you know we've been on TV talk sport we just signed up to talk sport network now so it's um, yeah it's really going strong so very proud of it
3: Excellent I, th- I think that's that's kind of what forced us onto YouTube wasn't it Tim the pandemic because we were audio only before the pandemic and we used to do it in my loft rooms so would physically all come together and we thought right well how are we going to keep going and we Tim, so it's a,
4: yeah. It's and, and to be honest, I actually think this format works better than than being mm. physically in the same room together because I think um, the, the layout looks better because you you're all face on the screen. Where if you're in a room, then you've always got issue with camera angles, mm. and unless you've got somebody actually controlling the cameras, you, you're stuck with one camera angle really during the during the thing. And, it, and it's and it, and it I don't I think aesthetically it doesn't look as good. But yeah, we we've uh, I mean, we John's been doing it. Since Adam was allowed, haven't you?
3: Twenty ten, yeah, Premier League start.
4: And uh, and I so I think I started um, getting involved when things started to go slightly awry at the football club. Probably three <laughs> or four years later, and because uh, I was I was heading BST up, and John would bring me on the show, and I sort of and it because because it was an ongoing topic. I couldn't up couldn't get rid of him. Couldn't get like that. that that gum on the bottom of your shoe. You yeah, know, yeah. And uh, but I think actually probably the pandemic is when it sort of all probably came together a bit better because every single game, you know, people are sat at home and they're looking for football content and um and and we hopefully I think we um you know along with others at Blackpool doing different things we fill the void mm. and um and uh, and we enjoy it you know it's it's it's, yeah. it's a hobby and um and uh, lots of the guys and girls who listen to us uh, seem to enjoy it so. We'll keep going until they tell us it's time to sling our up, cap. won't we? Yeah. Until, they start, until they
3: start spitting in our faces outside games.
4: <laughs> There's a classic story that you said the other day, weren't you, on, on the podcast patrons, where John's in um supermarket. Well, you probably need to tell the story, don't you, John?
3: <laughs> I don't know if this chap's listening. Um, I was in – I've just been training, taking uh, – Poulton under 10s. I was in Boots getting a bit of food after I've taken training. And um, I've just got my Poulton top on, I'm with Eddie. And um, this guy starts walking towards me. He's got a Blackpool training top on. And he's looking at me like he's seeing a ghost. And I was like, like, what's this guy want? Is he a bit of a mentalist or something? And he, he took one of his AirPods out, tapped me on the arm. He said, I'm just listening to you right now. And he was listening to the podcast. He was listening to me, speak. and then seeing you. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's weird. It's very odd. It's weird. I, you, it? get people, you get people coming up to you. It's very bizarre. Very bizarre. I think uh, you know Justin that was on uh, when you were on the other day. Mm. I I caught. I this is a, this is a great story. I caught him doing this, and I was I said that's disgusting. You can't do that ever again. So he was in the grounds, and some kids had. Basically, recognised him off of the the vlogs and stuff that we do, and he was signing the kid's shirt. I said, <laughs> "Do <you> not! <laughs> what are you doing, man?
3: Oh, he's dishing out autographs,
4: was he? Dishing out autographs! Who
1: you are? Who no. do you think you are? <laughs> Outrageous!
4: To be fair, we get quite a few people. I mean, it's, there isn't a game go by without somebody approaching me and just sort of." saying thanks for doing what you mm-hmm. do, and we love it, yeah, and da, 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 da. can nice. you give us a shout-out, whatever it might be. I think John, Nick, and, and and plenty of the other guys, obviously Pete's a bit new, so he's he's, he's, yeah. he's not quite got that celebrity status that <laughs> John I and a few of us have others no got. Yeah, it's coming, Pete, it's coming.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will be.
4: It won't take long, Peter. <laughs> Celebrity. I'm
5: actually going to a game tomorrow as well. I'm a bit of an armchair now because <laughs> I'm so far away.
4: Ah well, you see, you you you'll be uh, you'll be the seaside of podcast representative. So yeah, yeah, there'll be sw- the fans will be swarming around you, Pete. Swarming. Just make sure you yeah, got I'll your be pen. Be, make sure some, you got your some... quill, dibs, Ready to
5: sign a few <laughs> shirts and I'm stuff. I'm going to be de- going to be doing an in depth um, report, obviously for the uh, for the next one. <laughs> Good
3: stuff. Lovely. Right, let's get back on on track, shall we? So, Carl, um. Blackpool, the reverse fixture, at Bloomfield Road. Mm. I believe you went, the uh, The result was in our favour, and sort of how, how was your weekend in well, Blackpool, did you enjoy part, yourself?
0: The best part of the weekend was was this, <laughs> 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 that was the best part of the weekend, <laughs>
3: for the audio pod, uh, Carl has just put a kiss me quick hat on his head, <laughs> put it back on just for this Shall little I put it back on, yeah, yeah.
5: I feel it's comfortable. Pratt prat, prat with a hat. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: it. <laughs> Cheers. But um yeah, the, the um the the weekend was much better than the football, put it that way. Uh we uh we were we were awful. We were dog. I don't know, I didn't want to swear then. But, yeah, we were we were terrible. I thought Blackpool uh done a right number on us. Um
3: we do swear yeah. on air by the way, you can say Oh we do, we can. Brilliant. the only thing we kind of outlaw is the C bomb. We draw the line there and um we had a fourteen-year-old Fleetwood fan come in and drop the sea bomb. Oh, Completely out of the blue, <laughs> didn't he? Nappers, if you're listening, it's went down in
4: folklore. I think he's a bit older than fourteen. He just looks fourteen.
5: See, <laughs> Leanne's just put that down there as well. And I bet she got a few of them hats. Just yeah, in her, right? yeah cheers, uh, those, Leanne, thank you. Those
3: hats just scream Blackpool. <laughs> yeah,
0: they do. They do. No, it was um in terms of football, uh. Blackpool was superb. I thought on the on the day we, we out muscled us physicality all over the park. We just weren't weren't ready for it. We we scored a wonder. It was, it was a wonderful goal um, in Red Loser, free kick, which at that point when when he he dropped that in, I thought you know what we we probably go on and win here. But we just we just didn't settle all afternoon. So yeah, fair fair play to Blackpool. I think they they deserved the. The win. I think the, the the only bit that really bothered me, and I said this to you yesterday, John, when we spoke, was that where the away fans have to exit, and you have to go. Bearing in mind, I, I, I was wearing this in the grounds.
3: <laughs> were you wearing that for protection on the way out from well, the missiles? I, I,
0: to be fair, I was wearing it because I, I didn't want to leave it under my seat or anything like that. So uh, yeah, it was just it was on me uh, on my head as I left, and you know you, you get such a, a warm well sorry a, a warm Goodbye <laughs> as, as you leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that sticks out in my mind quite a lot.
4: You do uh, have to um, run the gauntlet, don't you, if you decide to leave early. Yeah.
0: I mean I did. I think five minutes early we left, and then they send you right round the, the houses and round the back. Um but yeah, you do have to run the gauntlet. It was uh yeah, it was a, a strange one. But um it was a good day, a good weekend. W- was a good weekend.
3: Did you stay for the night, or just? Did yeah, yeah, we yeah. stayed
0: at, stayed over in some. I guess you could just describe it as a and I I don't know what the health inspector would say, but <laughs> <laughs> technically speaking, I think it was just some somebody who let us sleep in their front room,
4: basically. Yeah, there's uh, there's a few B and B's out there that are a little bit um yeah choice. Accommodation, should we say? Yeah. They may
3: require um, some cosmetic
5: updating. I think it's so uh, putting it mildly, yeah. isn't it?
4: That's the one. A,
5: I bet it wasn't 120 quid a night, though, was it?
0: No, no, no. I like what they did with the bathroom. What they basically did was put plastic sheeting from floor to roof and just cut around the sink and the toilet. So obviously, it <laughs> comes...
4: No. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: You see, get it for for the vomit. vomit.
0: Yeah, Water. a quick, quick vomit clean. That's what's. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was outstanding. That
3: where did you end up in the evening? Can you remember? remember weather spoons,
0: literally weather spins. <laughs> Do you know what it, it was? We, yeah, we did. We um, it's the it's the one closest to the pleasure beach. Near it's a the big good one place. Or, that it's a good bar. That to be fair, it's yeah, it's massive. Or oh, the Velvet view. Coaster, Velvet Coaster. That's it. Yeah, huge place. Um, but we just we we because obviously there's people on holiday there or away for the weekend there's obviously the football fans and we just we met this group of people and it's, we were cheap there
4: as, it's cheap as chips isn't it as and well? you, can
0: get, you can get absolutely annihilated for a tenner <laughs> so what what, what more <laughs> <team> <laughs> exactly
4: <Yeah. laughs> it is it is the best pub ever for a and t by the way John because you can get you can get a double G&T and a, and a, a nice little mixer for about <laughs> Three, four quid. Which if going the thatch? It's about eight quid. There
0: you go. I I, I did um, one. What is it? The Manchester? I did wander in there for about fifty. Yeah, I did. I mean, as soon as I stuck to the floor, I went. We got to go. Yeah.
3: Grim in there. Very, very few occasions. Two
5: pints for for fourteen quid. Where
0: in the Manchester?
5: No, up here. Down down, down here, down near Cambridge. Just outside Cambridge. Two pints for 14 quid. Jesus Christ. Target. Oh, Target. Oh, I could get pissed for 140 quid. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah.
1: so,
3: uh So, for a multitude of reasons, that was a, a memorable game. Uh, Blackpool and Watford, Carl. Uh, is there any other fixtures that stick in your memory uh, between the two clubs over the years?
0: What are we. <laughs> You know, it'd be amiss of me not to mention this one. There's, there's definitely the one at Vicarage Road. Uh, Lee Clark was in charge, where you were two nil up at half time, and then we went on to score seven goals in the second half. Which, which I know people that left at half time because it was so bad the first half, and they missed. It's it, one of those. It's not quite a folklore game, but it's it, you couldn't believe. Uh, my, uh the guy I sit with was actually on holiday. He was in Lanzarote and he texts me at half time going, What a load of shit this is. <laughs> he says, I'm going out to get pissed. So off he went. And I'm trying to ring him and text him saying, Quick, get get back to a TV. T V, you've got to watch this. We've we've gone we've gone three two up. You gotta watch this, but yeah, no, he missed it. Bless him.
3: Um, Pete, Tim, any any of the Watford Blackpool games that kinda of stick in the memory?
4: Not really. Yeah, I I Probably what for me is just player actually is Craig Cathcart. who is really rated as a as a player yeah, for us, and he's he's been a, a real stalwart for you, hasn't he? For yeah. probably nearly ten years now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, probably one of the best bits of business we've we've done, um, and he's so underrated in terms of his longevity and, and you know what what he's given us. Um, you know, he, he he's one of those players that when he goes, at, especially in the Premier League, he. he just doesn't quite cut the mustard. Um, but in the Championship, he does he does the business. But we've played him everywhere. We've played him right back. We've played him left back. Um, you know, he's, he's been all over the place. But, yeah, he's been a, been a great servant for, for Watford. And he that. was
4: one of those players that we basically... We got him from Man United and we basically... Mm. When the team was falling apart mm. and the Oysters were, um, were, were, <clears throat> were intent on crash and burn, we just gave players away. And I think we basically... Mm. Cathcart was given away. The other thing that... And, and this is... Pete, might remember this. The other thing I remember about Watford is that um, Sam Ellis, uh, who was our manager from '83, when we the year we had to apply for re-election, he'd just taken over, uh, and he was the It fir- was the first promotion I ever saw in '85. Was under him. He used to be Graham Taylor's assistant, so when he came to Blackpool, he introduced this what was a, a novel concept at the time, which was an adaptation of. Have you heard of the Watford Wall? He's looking blank at me, so he hasn't. Nice. So basically, what you used to do at a free kick, you used to put a line of players in front of the opposition's wall. And then, basically, I, I think the idea was that, do you remember it, Pete? And we call it the mean, oh. it, it was where like Stan McEwen used to take the free kicks or whatever. And they used to have this Blackpool wall we called it, but it was it was Sam Ellis adapting what Graham Taylor was doing. And they used to put a line of players in front of the opposition wall. And I can't remember now whether they used to like disperse just before the shot or what happened, but it was it was a what for blackpool thing that was going on. So bit <laughs> useless information. Ray Ray Gregson will tell tell everybody that I'm not just talking complete and utter nonsense. <laughs> I, I seem to be drawing, I thought I thought I thought to be drawing blanks on here.
5: Thought Matt was bad. I remember a football. I actually remember a game at Vicarage Road when Alan Gow scored in the last yes. minute. And was it four three or three two? Four three. Four, four three. Four, it, was three lashing, yeah. it was lashing it down. Yeah.
3: And, took uh, off his top and spun it around like that when he scored. Did, and it he? was a
5: cracking. Did he score? A, he scored two goals anyway. Mm. But uh, yeah, and uh, we came away with that right at the death. Of, I will never forget that game. It was a absolutely brilliant. We've
0: we've got a really bad record against you guys. We don't, you know, we don't we don't we do, do now. You
5: never used to you used to you used to absolutely muller us. Back yeah,
0: in the day. I mean in recent yeah, I mean I've I've been to Bloomfield Road a few times. I can't remember I don't think I've actually seen a win there. So I should have mm. I should have um, read my tea leaves or something before I travelled last time. But um, yeah yeah, it's just a difficult place to go and play foot. It's a tight little ground, you know, and uh, the, the, they're a noisy bunch up there. So
3: mm.
0: yeah, fair placement.
3: You owns TV, I guess that's a, a Watford that's channel. Peter. That's Peter. Peter. Okay, he's just said we called
4: it the Exploding Wall. There you go, Tim. So All right, there you go. So I'm not. I'm not completely going gar-gar when I no, remember that.
0: To be fair, Peter is our. He's our stat man. You know, he, it, there, there isn't much that Peter doesn't know in terms of Watford uh, past. I, I'm. I'm the future. He's the past.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like me and you, Tim.
4: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've got I've got a limited shelf life. <laughs> so let's talk let's talk about the future then
3: in terms of managers. Moving oh. to uh, Slavon Bilic. Obviously he's yeah, he's your manager. He's your manager this month.
0: This month, yeah, yeah.
3: So how do you feel about Slavon Bilic? How do you think he's doing? Um and how would you feel generally about the um, frankly, ridiculous turnover of um, of managers that you have, and I'm sure yeah. Watford fans will, will, will agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Come
0: I mean, that, that's probably the the place to start. I think. I think for, for anyone that you know hasn't spoken to a Watford fan before and asked them about it, we're just as, you know perplexed by the whole situation as as people outside of it. You know, you 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 want your club to build around someone, whether that be players or managers. Um, to develop a culture, to develop, you know, Graham Taylor, uh, who was the, the pinnacle for what for the best manager we've ever had. Um, he he brought something different to the club. You know, he brought an idea and turned it into, in, into something fantastic. Under his current ownership, that can't happen because they see managers as, or coaches, they don't even call them managers, as expendable. No. They get to a certain level. They give them, you know, whether that be a promotion or or, or whatever, um, and they have a very short shelf life in in terms of trying to turn things around. I think the, the ownership have made a lot of lot of mistakes in terms of appointments, bringing people in. Roy Hodgson sticks out for one. What a fucking...
3: I, I even I even forgot he was manager. Yeah. What a yeah. fucking
0: dreadful bit of business that was. <laughs> um, he should have been yeah. at the Garden Centre. Having 10 years, years ago, at least 10 difference. years ago. With his feet up, he should not have been in the dugout. Um, so, you know, Claudio Ranieri, exactly the same. He should have been in a, a nice bit of Italy with his feet up. It just, you know, bonkers. Um, you know, and we, I even look back and we brought in Kiko Sanchez-Flores, who was a manager that we appointed when we first got to the Premier League. Um, and he done well. He kept us up. But he he got he let he they binned him off for a reason and then they brought him back a couple of years later. It's just like I don't understand, but um sam Bilic, i, I rate him i think he's i think he's the right man for the job uh, even though
4: John can't spell his name,
0: yeah, I did spot that but I didn't want to say anything um I mean, you that need to get Eddie, you to get Eddie as your scriptwriter. <laughs> 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 Hang on, we to a him. Hang
4: on, yeah,
3: Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. There's one yeah, L,
4: it's really? one L, and there's like an a, an, a, fle- uh, kind of weird, a some um, form of flexion thing over it. Yeah, over the yeah,
0: but um, yeah, I think he's the right right guy for the job. Um, he's brought in Julian Dix as uh, as a coach as well, so a guy that he's he's played with, um, you know, a real. Hot-tempered player, and he's there. He goes. I, I
3: remember Julian Dix. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. the bastards in his time, yeah, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he did. yeah. So, I, mean, I, I think they have to be given time. That's that's the problem. Um, and I think there's a group, a large group of supporters that have now got used to the idea that we just, you know, cut and shut managers, coaches whenever we want. Um, it's not something I agree with. I, I just want to get behind someone, and I'm hoping that they actually, you know, whether we go up or not, which I don't think we will, even if we do go up, we'll, we'll get battered because we just haven't got the the players. So I think they need to stick behind him um, and back him. Um, this this January window, I, I, I called it on our podcast, I said it's the most important transfer window that the Potsos have ever had, ever. Um, and at the moment, you know, they've, they've brought in a couple of players, but they, they haven't brought in enough for, for me for what, what, they want to achieve
4: you're a bit you're a bit higher up the league than i thought you were actually I, I,
0: I... yeah it's the chat is the championship's bonkers though i mean <coughs> we could lose four and be in the bottom three it's just it's just a crazy league yeah, i don't if know it, how, if I you go between
4: you you go between you and 13th is four points mm. so you're in fourth yeah and um and reading a are 13th and there's only four points between you
0: Yeah Fucking Reading, don't get me started on them.
5: Jesus no, Christ. No. I slagged them off on your
4: board. pod
0: yesterday. Then you they did, yeah, they points. are. The most, it's the most pointless club and the town in
5: the... All it fun. is. Yeah, you, we agree. Well, I agree. Yeah. I'm sure the others agree. i yeah. a well. so, dreadful, dreadful place. We've had this conversation on our um, message board you know, as well. <laughs> I think it message was, it, board, it, it pods. Would it, it would come top. <laughs> doubt, I I well, all,
4: all I can say is we were looking for to try and shoehorn a, a, an away trip to La Liga in for this season, and we've chosen the day we play Reading away, which I think. Oh, is, don't blame you. Yeah, which probably you. Um, sums up what we think of that game.
0: Yeah, points is to football what I am to stand-up comedy.
5: Oh, he was it was really looking awful.
0: Us. It's dreadful. <laughs> yeah yeah he just all he does is his game plan is i'll sign my son and hopefully he'll um he'll give, get it to yeah, give it, it give to it thomas yeah to thomas yeah
4: well i've always said this if, if you have you ever what there's a there's a film called um um oh it's, anyway, it's jimmy grimble anyway there's it's a longer name than that but there's a guy in there who's quite a famous actor actually i forgot what he's called now uh, but he is he had his son playing in this in the team and it was always pass it to Gordon pass it to Gordon <laughs> and basically that was that was that was Paul Ince when he was Blackpool yes. manager yeah pass yeah, it to Tom Paul pass
0: Ince. it to Tom he still is yeah he still is dreadful we were we were there for the FA Cup third round um and we had a team of 17 year olds out because we've got so many injuries at the moment which we'll we'll probably come on to um but yeah just they were they were shocking they beat us 2-0 but they were dreadful um and they they struggled to get past we're talking about Reading actually we should just probably move on shouldn't we, we should yeah. fucking okay. boring yeah. me to death oh, else,
3: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> okay this might give you a giggle um you obviously spoke spoke briefly about your owners um and Sav- Slavin Bilic and the, the turnover of managers um if you look at the screen there, of the banner I've put our Watford yeah. owners giving you the blues. Now, can you see what I've done there? I like that what you've title? done
0: there. I like what you've done there. A bit of Elton John in there as well. Yeah. Well
3: yeah. Is, is, is Elton, just before you answer the question, is Elton John still involved in any capacity or does he still he's, go to games?
0: He, yeah, he still goes. Yeah, he's a lifetime president. Um, he ha, he had a, a concert at Vicarage Road as part of his Yellow Brick Road tour fairly recently, um, the end of last season. Uh, and he, he, he sort of stopped the concert midway. He, I mean, it's full of Watford's season to is basically, um, and he stops and he said that he really wants to be part of the club once he's finished in in terms of music. You know whether that's coming back in some capacity or or what. Uh, I'm I'm not too sure, but yeah, he's a massive massive fan, um, and he, he's he's a legend in the oh music, but it, certainly at the football club.
3: Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good that
0: he doesn't put his hand in his pocket anymore, but. He, you know, he did when we needed him back in the back yeah, in the day. Did. Which, yeah, which obviously we were talking about during that time with Graham Taylor. Um, you know, and it could have been so different. We we were touted with all sorts of you know Bobby Moore as manager and very 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 weird stuff
3: back then. So your current your current owners um, are they giving you the the blues in any way? I know we touched on this briefly. The day. Are you you're generally happy or are you just unhappy? The way the um the turnover, the head coach position.
0: They're, they're giving me angina. Um, <laughs> the the owners or piles. One of those I can't make up which way it is. Um, it's you know what. Look, I, I'll say this: all, all credit to, to the Potsos for what they've done. Um, and there's a bit of a backstory which I'll, I'll give you a brief thing in a second because I, I know you guys were telling me about um your mental owners. Uh, well you you did yesterday when you you were on the pod but there's a similar there's a a little bit of crossover where some of the stuff that you were saying in terms of our ownership um and it's not what they've done or how or or what they're doing it's the manner in which they're going about it the managers is just very much the um you know the, the, the the top of the mountain really there's so much going on underneath them um it's it's becoming a uh a, a massive problem at the club in in terms of what the owners are doing. There, there's a
3: who who are they? Carl, sorry, who are the owners?
0: They're, they're called the Pozzos. So they own um, Udinese in Italy as well, um, and they used to own Granada. They their their backstory has always been a little bit dodgy. Is is probably the best way to put it. There's there's always been rumours about you know Italian football money laundering so forth blah 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 but never directly involved they've linked up with a guy called um mogi Bayat, who is um a, a football agent that basically trumps around northern france and belgium picking up uh players for next to nothing and selling them on for huge profits um namely we we've just picked up a player called uh, bayo uh, at the beginning of the season scored a few goals to be fair to him they signed him. I, I don't know what day, if Peter's listening to this, he'll be able to say, but they basically signed uh, the, the Brothers Club of uh, Mogi Bai at Charleroi signed him on Tuesday for 1.5 million. On the Thursday, they sold him to Watford for nearly 5 million in a couple of days. Um, Mogi Bai is currently under a, a big investigation for fraud and other activities, um, but.
3: Pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others. Then please consider joining our Patreon supporter program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod.com there are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. In an exchange, you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad-free on the audio. You'll also get access to our Patreon supporters' WhatsApp group, which is good fun, and other random giveaways as and when they come in. So please do support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod let's get back to the content see you later
0: it's a big worry that our finances or, or whatever may be tied up with this or we may be mentioned in some shape or form so there's a there's a bit of a gray cloud hanging over us at the moment and the the owners are not doing anything to distance themselves from that you know they're not sort of saying we we're we' we're nothing to do with mogi buyer or, or or so forth. There's also a lot of um issues with in terms of the finances at Watford. The uh parachute payments that we were due have already been mortgaged they've gone, so we haven't got any money essentially coming in from those parachute payments, so we're a club that if we don't go up you know this season or next, you know potentially we 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 could be looking at you know a really big problem and you know if if you want reference for that look at Derby County for instance you know uh, where they are at the moment so it's it's very much an unknown circumstance where, where the owners are concerned Worrying time shall we say
3: Tim that sounds uh, almost familiar doesn't it large sums of parachute payments being withdrawn from the club
4: yeah um, obviously we've been there and bought the t-shirt and this is one of the reasons why um, BST um Originally campaigned for an independent regulator, which obviously looks like it is coming in, um, but it's like a litany of bad ownership, um, lack of financial acumen, financial prudence. Um, you know, and the, and this the fact that literally the fact that any owner can just trouser the money mm. that's actually meant to be spent on the football club. You know, these funds should be ring fenced to be spent within the football club. Um, to be fair to Watford, what I would say is they've always come across to me as a club who spends money, whether they spend it wisely or whether they um, are, 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 are wasteful with, with what they've got is is another matter. So um, I suspect there's a slight difference in relation to what we saw, which was a fairly transparent uh, removal of funds. Oh, I, I got sued for this, by the way, Carl. Um, yes. a, a rather a rather tra- a rather transparent um removal of funds from the football club um illegitimately stripping assets according to uh, the judge in the high court uh, not me and um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is it's, it needs to stop you know and um you know and and to be fair i don't think the clubs in the championship help themselves i think you know we've spoken about this on the pod before i think you know it 's a basket case of a league There's there 's far too much money being spent on wages for players compared with the incomes that are coming in and, the, and and part of that problem is is the parachute payments which distort the financial landscape of the league to a, to a dramatic degree because you have the listen we we benefited from the past uh where you've got the clubs who've got the uh, parachute money are massively um advantaged as compared with the rest and, and the rest are always playing catch up and trying to create a level playing field and they want that money and they want that money in order to get that money they have got it into the Premier League and therefore they have to gamble the family jewels um you know whether it's mortgaging the stadium or whether it's um you know uh, paying ridiculous wages that can't be they can't afford at the end of the day, um, it creates the derbies, it creates the the issues that we've seen at other clubs, you know, the Birminghams and the um, you know, Portsmouths and and all these other clubs who've who've ended up on the teetering on the brink of insolvency if not chucking themselves over the proverbial cliff edge.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. So
3: yeah, we hope that hope that will get sorted out for you and in the end, and we don't want that to we certainly don't want that to happen to any other Club or no, any fans? definitely
0: not. No, 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 one hundred
3: percent. Preston fans aside, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I get where you're coming from. I mean the, the FA, what they did to Luton, I I get um I you know, I know obviously they're football supporters, but i I you know hats off to the FA for absolutely dist- nearly tr- destroying Luton. Well done. <laughs> it was like England winning the World Cup for me.
4: Just using the example of Preston and as much as we despise them, um their their um their former owner's recently passed away was basically putting 12 million quid a year in just so they could tread water in the championship. And and that that's without as and, and we and we belittle them over the fact that they've never been in the Premier League um, and can't win a playoff game to win the you know to save the lives. But the reality is that's bar a few exceptions, and I'd probably say, you know, Brentford fall into that category. And and we do, because I don't think we go silly at the moment. Um, but a lot of the clubs in that division, uh, Rotherham's another one, isn't it? Um, who, who don't? Yeah. But a lot of the clubs in that division just basically spoke money for fun, and and you know Stoker, like an a, a example of a complete basket case, where there's no financial prudence whatsoever, um, and and it's easily done. You know, if you want to pay thirty grand a week, twenty five grand a week for players, there's plenty of players who will take it. And I think, you know, it, it, the owners have to take some responsibility here and, and and take control of the financial situation, that the financial landscape scape that exists in the championship and stop this nonsense because mm. it is mental.
5: Yeah, I agree. Well, it doesn't and help clubs like us either. We're never going to pay those sort of wages. So, you know. It, we're, yeah. we're
4: a... I don't want, to be honest, Pete, I don't want us to pay those wages. Oh, no, no. I'd rather... I I'd that, rather I'll, get bounced back into League One than yeah. than 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 put the future of the club at risk by paying by paying some no mark thirty grand a week. Well, you know, yeah. be, we've got it's enough that's... players who sat on the sideline picking up wages at six, seven grand a week who 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 aren't Never contributing play. anything. Um, you know, you, you multiply that and the wages by three times, four times, you'll still have that same problem. And the reality is, you know, Watford obviously have a little bit more premiership pedigree than we do. Um But but even so, you know, it's not sustainable. It just isn't. No. And, no. and the sooner the regulator gets...
1: Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app.
2: That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116 123. That's 116 123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 seven, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
4: Told of it. The city regulator stops it. The better for me. I mean, um, and there is going to be legislation and, Part of that will be to distribute distribute the Premier League money in a more equitable way, because it's the distortion. If you've got six, eight teams, you've got three times the revenue of everybody else, those who want to catch up with them are having to basically um, hop themselves up to the hilt to try and compete, yeah. and it's got to stop. Mm. Okay, let's
3: move on to uh, slightly more happier... Topic. Uh, <laughs> uh, that it's Graham Taylor. Uh, Graham Taylor Day, I believe. Carl. At, yes. um, yeah. At Watford tomorrow. Do you want to tell us a bit about what that is, and we, uh, we all know about Graham Taylor. What did he mean to to Watford? Um, obviously. Yeah. Uh, r- uh, really nice bloke, wasn't he, Graham Taylor? Top, as well, top
0: man. Yeah. I mean, um, I was only young, but met him a few times. Um, always had time for people. Um, one of those old school probably ahead of his time in terms of football what he was doing back then um, but every player that we've spoken to on the podcast that's played under him um, or you know or worked for him in some capacity uh, has only ever said nice things about the guy um, a legend in the in the town you know uh, in terms of local charity that he did um, and, and and the guy that he was he's got a statue outside of the ground that's what you know that's what he means to the club he is Mr Watford um, obviously Ter- terrible time in in the press when he was England manager, mm. um, and his wife Rita still attends the games as as a guest of the club, which is which is nice. That's nice. But yeah, in terms of the day, it's it's six years since uh, GT passed. Um, in fact, yesterday I think six years. So yeah, six years yesterday. Since is that how long but, is it? Geez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um we we there's always one day a a season that we um we, we mark as the, the Graham Taylor Day and it's just a, a bit of a remembrance day kind of thing. But um we'll we'll probably do something on the day. There'll be um during the game there'll be it's normally a, a minute's applause from the whole stadium. Um I think it's around the fifty Fifty-six minute, I think. I might have that wrong actually. What's, what's the
3: relevance of that number?
0: That was the uh I think
4: Year of his birth.
0: Yeah, year of his birth, um, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Now he it that, yeah.
4: He must be older than that, surely. Yeah,
0: it must be older than that. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't maybe I've got that wrong. But anyway, at least this isn't live or going out or anything like
4: that. <laughs> <the only> think. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
4: Anyway, at least he never said that he didn't like tangerine. Yeah. Did he? That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's he true. said, "Timmy like like orange? orange was his favourite Remember the you remember advert he did? Um, was it the Yellow Pages? The Yellow Pages with the oh, that uh, Terry Venables. That's the right. Venables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sent him a, they sent him a cake, didn't they? With his with head, head in the uh, head in the
0: lion's mouth. With the lion. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, that was
4: cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, no. He's a uh, top
4: guy. I, I, I feel a bit sorry for him because that 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 documentary, particularly the Holland away game where he was berating mm. the linesman, it it, it probably distorted most people's perception. And he got the old turnip head and everything, didn't he, off the of sun yeah. all that business. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he was, as you say, in the seventies and the early eighties, he was, he, um, you know, when he was in his forties, probably I'm guessing at the time, thirties and forties, he, he, he was quite a revolutionary manager, wasn't he? He sort he of reintroduced the wingers um, and, um, and, and had some exceptional players and, and made players like John Barnes, you know, he had, he had, well, it was a taxi driver
0: that it was a taxi driver that found John Barnes and he, he picked Graham Taylor up and he said you need to go you need to go and have a look at this this guy I, i've seen this guy playing in um i think it was Dulwich or something you need to go and have a look at him so graham taylor went all right no problem took his name down details went and watched him and and pretty much signed him on the day and that that's how John See Barnes a lot came
4: of managers out. wouldn't go would they they wouldn't they no wouldn't. no They'd have thought, sort of, no, but he's, a, he's a taxi driver, but see, you know, I'm, yeah. I know, not rely on my scouts or whatever. Exactly. Yeah,
0: Luther Blissett, again, you just mentioned him. He, he, he was another one. We're, we're um, very close to Luther, He comes on the podcast quite a lot, again. Does he? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's, yeah let's, I remember
4: when he signed for, was it AC Milan? Because they sold yeah. him, didn't they, to AC Milan? <laughs> when AC Milan were, like, the best team in the world. Yeah,
0: yeah, he tells some great stories about that. You, you've got to bear in mind, as well, at the time he went to Italy... It wasn't a probably a particularly nice place to be for a for a black guy. No, no. You know, for imagine. a footballer, no. you know, for, and the you know, the stuff that um, you know, he's told us and, and you know, Italy and, and, and so forth. I don't think that was his happiest times playing over there. Um, you know, he obviously went to do it, gave it a go, and it just never never quite panned out for him over there. There but.
4: used to be a program on uh, Pete Remember, uh, John might or might not. There used to be a programme on Channel Four, um which was like the Italian um
5: yeah, that's
4: it, right. the Italian football was like the, the, Italian the, the big ninth, league yeah. at the time. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, very yeah, well. it's massive. yeah, it's massive Italian. yeah and yeah. Going, yeah with James Richardson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a fantastic programme on Saturday was. mornings and then yeah. Sunday afternoons. And um and so Italian football was quite widely watched in the around the time that Luther was there and Ray Wilkins was there, and Mark mm. Haley went over, I think, to AC Milan as well. And uh, obviously late later we got the lights of Gascoigne going over, but um, there was, um, it was, it was, it was all the best players played in Italy, didn't they, in the early 80s? And,
0: um, yeah, Mar- Maradona was at Napoli, wasn't he? And, yeah, so forth, yeah. David, yeah, clap yeah. Sandoria, yeah, god, now yeah. we're going back,
4: yeah. Mm. And uh, yeah, old, so. old, old, uh, Gianluca Viali, of course, who has uh, sadly, um, sadly, sa- sa- yes, yeah,
0: passed away. Yeah, it's sad, to, you know. Take take enough, I, I mean, in terms of from a Watford point of view, not a, not a particularly good period in the in the club's history.
4: I forgot he managed. Was. Yeah. He was the manager. He was. He
5: was. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: After GT, literally after Graham Taylor. Wow. Mind you,
3: who hasn't managed Watford?
0: Well, this is, I mean, there's probably a good (laughs) chance one of you have at some point. (laughs) The way that
4: we're going. My name's in the hat for the next manager next month. I didn't even Uh, mention that in the context of me being a Watford manager. I thought you did, Tim. No, I didn't. No, No, I actually claimed playing a bit of
5: golf, didn't he? Old Gianluca. Hmm.
0: Yeah, he changed very, like, again, we've spoken to players that, that were sort of played under Graham Taylor and then. Ali came in and he, they, they they just said it just changed overnight you know there was um, you know they the players all used to go out for dinner and stuff together and then it was like right you need to be in bed at 7 o'clock uh, these meals salad for this and uh, you know ev- training at this time and it, just everything changed completely Um, it, it probably changed too much and then we wasted talk about wasting money we wasted a load of money on a load of shit Um, Ramon Vega uh, he came in for big money. money. My <laughs> God, Esper Bardson, who was a goalkeeper who just didn't like playing football. Um, it just some awful stuff came in, and we and, and then that was at the time where the ITV uh, fiasco happened and nearly bankrupted oh, yeah. us. To be fair, because I mean, of the the money that we paid out on these players, um, yeah. So not not and Viali probably unfairly took the can for that a little bit because we you know we we were awful. We were we were playing this side to side tappy tappy stuff. Um, but you know, at the back end of that, he, he kind of did bring in a few youngsters into the into the first team that, that, that then went on to you know to play for the club for, for a good few years.
3: Mm. Okay, that was uh, the past. Let's move on to the the present, uh, Carl. If you could tell us about uh, Watford's <laughs> season so far, so far uh, season up until so far. A, a, up until your present form over the last sort of four yeah. five games.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's been a little bit like the roller coaster at Blackpool, the big one. Um, there's lots of ups and downs in this in this story. Um, just can't really get a, a run of games together. You know, consistency is a big a big word that's missing at Watford. Um, oh, he's at his dinner again. Is he eating again? I had
3: the plate Sorry, go. Yeah, you- he's trying to sneak. <laughs> He, he was trying to sneak it in because you're not on screen, but yeah. oh, he's muted now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> him. Sad,
3: Caught, that,
5: him. That's Caught him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's
3: was uh, eating apologies. his tea Apologies. Bless him.
5: You can always have <laughs> <you can always laughs> <eat> caviar with <laughs> him the plate, can't you?
3: <laughs>
0: Wash
5: down with
3: champagne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah gua probably... please. Yeah, Guar, Guar Guar with Guar. a large
0: G&T, by the looks of it, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it...
0: It's been a it's been a such an up and down season. Um so you look
3: you went you had eight games and one defeat and four wins out of eight. I'm just looking on your stats now, so you yeah, had a very good start, didn't you?
0: Yeah, good start. Um, but you know, it's it, it really did it probably fell off more under Billich than it, it it did anywhere else. But I think that was because there were so many changes being made, you know, he, he tried to revamp everything. Um, and we we've just never really got going. You know, when you think you're gonna go to and I'll use you guys as an example. You know, when we turned up at Blackpool, we weren't in the worst form. So we're we, thinking Blackpool away? Should we should do all right there? And just didn't turn up. You know, we've got players that just don't look interested, honestly and truthfully. Um, we, as it stands at the moment, we've got probably the worst injury crisis we've ever had at the club. Um, I think if my if I'm right, it's about sixteen or seventeen squad players that are currently out injured um out of the 25 man squad so
3: I was going to ask you about that yeah so you yeah, uh, you've so, segued yourself on uh,
0: so yeah so we are we are in dire straits um and it just doesn't look like getting any better at the moment we we I feel like we're on a little bit of a downward turn at the moment um in terms of our season we we we're, we're turning you know we will go to Norwich and beat Norwich who I know again are in are in a a bit of a struggle and then you, you go right okay mill way yeah we sh- you know we should be able to compete with them and they do us three nil. Didn't see that coming.
3: Yeah 2-0 Reading as well. That was the FA yeah Cup that though.
0: was a, that was in the FA Cup yeah, yeah. we beat Reading at we beat Reading at home. Um Vicarage Road is is the key to our season trying to make that a fortress and it hasn't been really this season. Er, early games were you know we beat Burnley this season mm. um beat Sheffield United so you know it, it it's a tough place to go but just probably the last three or four weeks, you know, after the World Cup, we just haven't, um, just haven't got going again.
3: So, of your um, you, your current squad of players uh, that you do have available, yeah, um, who's 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 likely to to cause us some problems tomorrow? Yo Pedro's out, isn't he? He's top squad yeah, he's ja,
0: injured. Ja, ja Pedro's ja Pedro Pedro. I mean, out. He, he's the you know he's another fifty million pound player. Um without doubt. There's um uh, wow. there's a there's a young kid in there called a No relation to Faustino. Faustino, So no. <laughs> although he might be. He might yeah, I don't know, he could be. But yeah, allegedly he's not. But um he's a he's a, a kid with loads of potential, still getting used to the championship. Um he'll probably be playing. Uh Davis will be out, I think. I think he's he's injured. Uh Keenan Davis big Powerful centre forward, got him on loan from Aston Villa, so can't see him playing. Um, other than that, danger man is probably Sa, who again you you know played for us in the in the Premier League, uh, record signing. Doesn't you know he's a miserable sod. Turns up when he wants, bit of a stroppy arrogance about him, but he, he has got that that little bit of magic. So if he if he does turn up, he he's the he's definitely the one to watch. What
3: position does he play?
0: Generally, he'll be on the on the wing, but he, he will cut between the two, so right. he could left and left and right. Um, I I actually prefer him sitting behind. I'd like to see him sit behind a Keenan Davis, um, but they they tend to play him wide.
4: Okay. I noticed Dan Gosling's injured as well isn't he because uh, Blackpool fans will know him because we he played for us a little bit around 2012, yeah, yeah. 2013.
0: Dan, Dan Gosling's made of biscuits. Um, you've only got to touch him and he crumbles away, bless him. Um great 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 signing for us. You know, um when we were in the championship last time and then bounced straight back up, he was probably my player of the season that year. Um just a bit of a midfield general, did did all the dirty work that that nobody wants to do. Um we might have Chowdhury back um tomorrow from he's a lonely from Leicester. Um Played for them a few times in the Premier League. I think big hair.
3: So I was Actually, about to say that's him with the big hair, isn't massive it? Massive yeah, hair. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Allegedly, he he might be back. Um, you know, he he'll he'll he's my only shining light in terms of that midfield that might be able to break up the play a little bit and, and be a bit of a physical
3: presence for us. Mm, excellent, excellent on our perspective. Um, so, uh, just give us your thoughts on if you do anything know, know anything about Blackpool and the players. um, do you see any threats coming from the Blackpool team? And um, do you think we'll stay up based on what you've seen?
0: Uh, of
3: course, a that's, bit.
0: A, that's a tough one. Yeah, I think your home form is key to, to survival. Um, I, I said it a bit ago that, you know, that's a tough place to go and play football, um, especially when the Blackpool fans are behind them. I think the players that are probably the ones that tore us apart last time, are the, you know, last time round, they're they're going to cause us causes problems. I think physicality wise, you you guys are gonna be at it all over the park and that's where the, the game will be won and lost for me in, in terms of second balls and, and being physical. I just don't know who we're gonna have in that midfield to, to compete with you guys. So we will I see. Got
4: it. But- uh, we just, just watch out for Pavida, who's our uh the the loney from Leeds because we've moved him into like a number 10 role, and he's been a revelation since he moved there, mm. so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I and and will we see but we've got Josh Bowler back who,
0: yeah, well, I was going to mention by because he was a bit don't of a think club start tomorrow, but. he was a bit of a club legend, wasn't he? And then mm. went,
4: yeah, away. and he's he, he signs for Forest, and they basically loan him out straight away to Olympiakos, and that's been a um, a, a mistake, and it's not worked out. And the only team he can play for for the rest of the season is also yeah, because he can only
0: play for two clubs, can't he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
4: Uh, we, we've got him back for the rest of the season. So it's going to mean. I don't. I, I, personally, I don't think he'll start tomorrow. I think he'll start on the bench. But I think he'll uh, start
5: tomorrow. I
4: think. Do you? He'll start. Yeah. Unleash
5: him. Unleash him. Take his, his head band band off.
3: off. Yeah. Take his headband <laughs> off. <laughs> and let you him are, run free. That,
5: anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be him and CJ. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Okay, um let's move on to um just a bit of a fun fun feature we always do. Um we ask the listeners and and you Carl and anyone else who can think of players who played for for both clubs. Um I think one of the most famous ones, uh, for those of a certain vintage is Dave Bamber, isn't it?
0: Well there's there's a good story which you, you obviously know. Um Dan Daniel Batman, who's our goalkeeper, he's what well. Potentially might be his wife. Not sure. Something going on there. Uh, is is Bamba's daughter? Oh.
5: Did
3: you know that, Tim? That's a that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, yeah. Frances-
0: Francesca. She's just um. She used to be Francesca Batman, but she's now changed her Twitter, prov- uh, or oh, sorry, Instagram thing to Francesca Bamba. Uh, and there is rumours that there's tr- trouble at Mill. As,
3: uh, <laughs> As they, say. <laughs> as they say in Burnley
4: and the other yeah. provincial East
3: Lancashire backwaters.
4: <laughs> well, as, as I mentioned, uh, obviously Sam Ellis took over. Sam Ellis had been Graham Taylor's assistant, and he, um, yeah, he ended up uh, coming to coming to Blackpool in the mm-hmm. in the eighty three. And uh, he bought um, Kevin Stonehouse from you, and uh, Kevin famously scored the winning goal against Man City in the FA Cup. Uh, which I mentioned on the last pod, didn't I? In 1983, uh, when we beat him 2-1 in the third round. So um, that's a, that's a, 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 an older Watford link. And there's more, obviously, as others have alluded so Ray, to in the, Ray, in the comments. Just, well, well, we, just we, we, David there bars,
0: is yeah, there is a random one, and I did double check this. Niran Nosworthy. I think he only played <laughs> about five games for you guys. Uh, Centre back, but he he played yeah, for, yeah. he played for both. Yeah. Keith Mercer, yeah. I know Keith well. Keith's a legend, by the way. Do you? No, Do you know yeah, Keith, he's, like Keith
4: Mercer? He's not, he's Actually, very... I think it was Keith Mercer I was thinking about, not Kevin Stonehouse.
0: Yeah, Keith's, uh, Keith's not very well, though. Bless him. But, yeah, um, yeah no, he's a, he's, a, he's a legend, Keith. Love Keith.
4: Uh,
3: Hammer Buatza.
0: Ah, Buatza. Yeah, He was good, good for us. Right? <laughs> he was good for us. What? A, uh, he was under A.D. Bufoy. He scored... Um, one of the best goals I've ever seen in an FA Cup semi-final against Man United at Villa Park, absolutely like over his head, like, past the um, Gea. brilliant goal.
3: He scored um, an absolute screamer for us. He was like almost on the byline, almost on the byline, yeah. wasn't he? Rifled it in from a ridiculous
4: angle. Yeah, that's, yeah he used to have like a bit of an play. attitude problem us because he mm. he came in and played really well, but then just seemed to Holloway seemed to discard him eventually, didn't he? Mm. He was actually... Actually, he was famously one of the players who was bought with that fund that Valeri Bellacon set up that bought Charlie Adam... Uh what's the right-back called? Uh, Neil Erdley. Neil Eardley. And it paid Erdly. his wages when he was on loan with us as well.
3: Mm. Oh, good one again. Danny Shittu. Big Dan
0: Shittu. Oh, yeah, Shittu. I was just thinking yeah. about it.
5: Yeah. yeah. Good player it was for us. Yeah, but he...
0: Yeah, big great long. player. Just used to stand there, didn't they? People couldn't get round him. It was massive... Yeah, and was.
4: I don't think Ray, Ray, you mentioned David Barsley of course he played for England as well um, not when he was with us but um, he started off with us as a young kid joined us again
3: do you not remember we had him on yeah
4: a, I was, was going to say and he was at QPR as well but he was at QPR a lot and yeah. then uh, he came back to us he was absolutely awful when he came back
5: wasn't he responsible <laughs> for the Reading the goal against Reading when there was an injury I can't were, remember now no uh, Alex complete. Dyer. Alex Dyer. Alex yeah, Dyer. Yeah. That's,
4: that's a shout. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Alex Dyer, Dyer was quality, quality at Blackpool. Quality. He was. He, he never was.
5: really. Yeah, he was. He
4: was. But he wasn't. He, he was. Just he put in the context of where we were at the time. Yeah. Alex Dyer, yeah. great player for us. And mm. um, I have very fond memories of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry, Keith Moser, by the way, by saying you were Kevin Stonehouse.
3: Yeah,
4: I will tell Keith that. Yeah. That's a faux pas. Yeah, he's, he's very well thought of Keith Mercer, wasn't he? Yeah, but right? it's, I like it, was, it was so. it was it was it was Keith Mercer who scored the winner against Man City, not Kevin Stonehouse. It, it was? I've got,
3: yeah. I've it's got, got that famous up. Cup game, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was mental. One of my first ever
4: games though. Well, I said that's the that's the, the biggest crowd I've seen at Bluefield yeah. so we got till we played Fulham in the Premier League. Yeah.
3: Right, Carl, we've been at it almost an hour, so we'll, we'll wrap things up now. Um Cliched thing to do on all these podcasts, isn't it? When you have your guests and you, uh, you go around the room and give match predictions. So um, let's let's start with you, Carl. What's your score guest, prediction?
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I, you know, I, I think based on our team selection, which could be anything. Honestly, I, there's a chance I might get a game tomorrow. Um, we, we, we've got that that many players on the on the injury list. There's a hospital next door, luckily. Um, so I, I'll be honest, I, I can only see a Blackpool win. I think Blackpool, you, you're playing us at just the right time. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Watford nil, Blackpool 2.
4: Mm. Tim? Um, I think um, we're too confident. There's there's a lot of Blackpool fans going down, fully expecting a win. Um, the uh, Tangerine Renaissance good. has started. <laughs> and and, and uh, experience tells me... Generally, there's a pin (laughs) to be pushed into the balloon of optimism. Whenever we
3: have expectation, we never win. He's right. Uh, I'm
4: going 3-0 Watford. (laughs) Oh, fair play. I like
3: it. Fair play. Bring it back, Pete. Bring it back. Go for a draw, Pete. We'll
5: we'll let a goal in. We we seem to always let a goal in. But I think we'll score three. So I think we're going to win 3-1 tomorrow. I'm pretty confident
3: tomorrow. Mm, 3-1. I'm going to mirror... Yeah, Steve, Steve Hutchin in the chat, two one. Um I've got a reasonably good feeling as well. But Tim is right. Whenever we go with expectations, we never
5: win. <laughs> we'll probably be two up at half time. And what happens then? We're yeah, seven, yeah. Two. yeah, don't don't leave at
1: half
3: time, by the way, guys. Don't leave at half time. Right, Carl, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. We're gonna move on to we always pick our team for the
4: next game, so it'll be yeah, extremely no boring me. for you. So thanks,
0: thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. And yeah, uh, you, better... you
4: know, good luck. <laughs> and, uh, and just just for the benefit of the listeners, if just tells you um, uh, your, your uh, podcast again because obviously there's the Blackpool preview. They'll probably yeah. be worthwhile worthwhile our guys listen to, won't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, we're uh, the podcast is available anywhere. Um, it's do not scratch your eyes, um, and on the socials it's DNSYE underscore podcast, and we're available anywhere. Um, there's a YouTube matchday vlog which I'll be doing tomorrow. So yeah, check it out.
4: And that's what I'm doing as soon as we finish here. Awesome.
3: Right, so if anyone sees Carl at the game tomorrow, do you do any stuff outside the ground or is it all in?
4: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: sometimes. So if you do see us outside the ground, yeah, go and say hello to Carl.
3: Or go and yeah, get absolutely. his
4: autograph. Yeah,
0: really,
5: I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not <laughs> sure. In fact, Pete,
3: uh, uh, Pete, Pete, can you go and hunt Carl down tomorrow and get his autograph and bring it on the next pod? Yeah, I'll, yeah,
5: I'll be... I'll be... <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. I might be him off himself though, by then. I'll probably be signing away, you know.
0: Peter, bring a spare vest down. I'll sign it for
5: you. <laughs> what about... You want, you want to get it on a string vest, will you? That's what we want. You know? <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> right,
3: we'll Cheers, look forward guys. to that. Cheers. Thanks a lot, Carl. Cheers, mate. Cheers, See Carl. you later. Cheers. Whoops. Kicked him off a bit earlier. That was funny. Right, just before we go, we obviously pick our teams, don't we? On the preview shows. It's been a, it's been a while since we did one of these, so it'll be good to, to, to get this done. Is that in the way? Which is the best view, maybe. But let's just get us off. Right. Um. Obviously this is our team, not what we think he's going to pick. So 4-3-3, um, uh, Tim, Pete. Are we, are we agreed with that. Yeah. Uh, yep. First thing to pick. Okay. Goalkeeper. Now, are we going to go with what Michael Appleton's been doing in picking Maxwell or bring Grimmy back into the fold?
4: I'd play Grimmy, but he's not going to, but I'd play Maxwell, Grimmie.
3: Me. I'd play Grimmy as well.
5: Right. Just, uh, just Yeah, it'll be Maxwell, though, I think.
4: I know, will, well, I think we know that, Pete. It will be Maxwell, 100%. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I
5: still think so, Maxwell
4: should keep the shirt at the
5: moment.
3: You think Maxwell should keep the shirt?
5: I do. Yeah, yeah. I have to oh, right, okay. On. So that's
3: one one. So I'm, i
5: Well, you, yeah, but you went two one. Yeah, you're, you've got the casting vote. I've yeah. got the
3: casting vote. I thought Pete was going to go off with them, um, Grimmy. Um...
4: I've got to say, I don't think Maxwell deserved to lose the shirt based on the last game, but I don't think Grimshaw should have lost the shirt before that. So. Mm. Um, it's one of them, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, and they, we've had this discussion before, they're both very, very, uh, there isn't yeah. a lot to choose between them. Yeah, I well, there? There
5: not who's in there, to be honest with you. I'll be happy either of them.
4: Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I, and genuinely, I would be, but I, I still think Grimshaw should never have lost a shirt and that's why he should have, yeah. had it, should have it. But um, there we go.
3: What do you think, listeners? Grimmy Maxwell? Do you know what? I'm going to put Maxwell in as well because he's got his organisational abilities as well.
4: And he's got he's got and he's got the shirt at the moment, hasn't he? Tim yeah.
3: So um I I voted for Maxwell, so that's two on
4: there. Uh, right back, Tim. Um now I would for reasons that I'll go on to explain, I would actually stick with Andy Lyons. Again, I don't think Appleton's gonna do it, but that's what I would do.
3: Actually, Ste uh, Shane Benjamin has just made a very good point there.
4: Well, I, Four, I do two, think three, that number ten. I think 10. that number ten will be a little bit deeper. So I think whether whether you can show it looking like that, um, I think if we look at the ten, I think it will be it will be more. Yeah, it will be more like that. Let's let's pick that then. Um, right, right back then. Uh, well, I would go Andy Lyons. I think he'll play Connolly there. That said, Connolly's suspended, isn't he?
0: No,
5: you, it wasn't. It was the last game. The cup game. Oh,
3: is it just? Is it just, is it just? Is it just one game?
5: Yeah.
3: Who would you pick, though, Tim?
4: Uh, I would pick Andy Lyons. I'm picking Connolly as well. Okay, okay well,
5: don't Andy jump Ryan. the gun there. I'm, I'm on the same him sheet as Tim. I think, um, I think I'll probably stick play Andy Lyons as well. As, but, as uh, would I. I. think I think he'll go Connolly.
3: As would I. He
4: gets the shirt left back, yeah. Tim. Um I would um stick with husband. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Agreed. Likewise.
4: He has got the like option just, just to make he has got the option of playing lines at left back and being a husband inside. But I don't think he will do. Again, it's All just right. it's an option for him if he wants to play lines and mm-hmm. Connolly at right back. Mm-hmm. Pete, I think the centre half partnership picks itself. Uh et cetera, video, and Thornley. Uh,
5: Marvin Thornley. Yeah, agreed. I think I thought, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Thorny. It's the one signing I'd like to see happen, this
4: window. We'd be be mental if we let him go. He's such a good player. He he really
5: is. He was fantastic last week against Forrest.
3: Anyway. Okay. Does anyone see our big German tough tackling CDM featuring at all?
4: I would like to I don't want to see him starting. I don't
3: know. He's a bit of an unknown quantity, isn't he?
4: It depends how fit he is as well, isn't it? Is, is it am I right to think he's not played that many games this year?
5: He's played 26. Okay? He's played a load of games, played all the German games. All right. all the and right, he's well, German,
3: which means he's hyper efficient and he's probably got a, a training programme similar to Ivan Drago in Rocky Four.
4: He might start, might he? I think he might. If he's fit, he'll start.
3: So if we're in this formation, this four-two-three-one, we want to, got to have him. defensive midfielders, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Which is Connolly and Tribal.
4: No, yeah, I so well Tom, I, 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 either he's gonna either he's gonna go Dougal and Connolly and bring Tribal on no, later, or he's gonna no, put tribal no. in and then go with one of the other two. Tim
5: series. Tim, what do we want?
4: Uh, I would like, like this to see our and Connolly. Pete.
5: Right. I'd like to see Tribal and now this is the difficult one for me. Not Connolly, definitely not. Uh, why Why? We'll pretty do, tell. I think we want we need somebody like Patino I think we need a bit bit of of um, creativity there as well so I, I
4: hear that I hear we'll, that to be fair Pete
5: I think we'll probably go Patino I think he'll go Patino but I would probably stick Carey in there at the moment because I think he's been playing pretty well
4: mm. so I'd go Tribal and Patino so Tribal's in he's in that's two I can I, I can I say probably the Patino one, I, I, is, it's, a, it's a conundrum between what the team you want to see and what will happen. I think Patino will start.
5: I don't want to and see that, Connolly. I don't want to go down that route of Dougal and Connolly or Tribal and Connolly or Tribal and Dougal again. It's just too negative for me. We need to have somebody in there. Can I change of,
4: your mind you know. and go Patino in there?
3: Tino needs a rest. Go to Steve Hutchin. Well, he agree. might do, but I think he's got. Uh, In which
5: case, then Carey.
3: Dugan Tribal. Dugan Tribal is not a bad shout.
4: Nah. The thing is, we don't know how defensive Tribal is, or or how attacking is, it until we see him play. Um, I don't. I, think, think,
5: I don't think Appleton is a massive fan of Kenny. You know.
3: No, he isn't. Uh, Mike Robinson's just said hasn't played a while due to the winter break. Mm.
4: I'm not sure he'll start, but whether we want him to start or whether he will start is yeah. two different things, isn't it? I'd,
3: I'd, I'm I'm averring over to Carey as well. I think Pete's right. We we need a, if this guy's the um the guy that sits in front of the back four and just brings the ball out of defence. If he's linking to the more creative players. I think Carey, Carey has,
5: has, been defend, has actually been defending pretty well just recently as well. He's been all over the place. He's not. He's he's, he's getting to grips with the, the the league. I think, um, and the style of play. So I, you know, I, I'd have Carey because I really like him and he's our player. But you know, I mean, Patino could do with a rest,
4: just for a game. It's difficult now. I, and it's usually yeah, a bit it's very difficult. Sell. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go with that. I'd go with that.
3: I agree, Pete's Pete's um, he's convinced me there. Right. The so the obviously road that's, road. A num- that's 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 the number nine. But we we'll, the the number changes when you drop the shirt on. So I think that's uh pervader in this kind of number ten role, isn't it? Floating yeah, around over yeah. the yeah yeah striker.
4: He's 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 probably the first name on the team sheet at the moment. Right. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. The two mm. wider players. Mm.
3: So we've got. Well, the options are CJ, Bowler, Lavery, even possibly Yates out there.
4: Which, which yeah. side are we looking at, the right or left or Either, both? either, Tim. Uh, what I'd like to see is Bowler start, but I'm just not sure how fit he is, uh, match fit he is, bearing in mind what's been going on at Olympiacos. So I actually think he'll start at the bench, but I'd love to see him start.
5: Yeah, me too. Got to have him on the right, haven't you?
4: Yeah, so let's, let's, let's. if we're I picking the team we want to is he, see. Is, is he
5: not left-footed?
4: Oh, he is, but I think he'll play him on the right because he's invited winging.
3: What about CJ? You can't
5: drop him after that performance. You can't play. drop him, I don't
4: think. I would.
5: No, <laughs> well, no, you would. <laughs> you
4: know, if, I, I
5: think it also, it's going to depend now, on who plays up top. I think if he plays Medina up top, he'll play Yates out left.
3: Let's pick the centre-forward then.
4: Oh, that's a tough one man. See, I would it's I got would have Yates. It's I'd put Yates. Yates. I, w- I yeah. would I wouldn't put Bedeen back in. No,
5: I yeah. wouldn't. No, I'd have Yates as well.
3: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't bring Bedeen back for this in this formation anyway. Um Hamilton Hamilton gets my vote, Pete. Yes or no? Me too. I, have, I thought there. you can talk him. Right or left? He's, he plays on the left, left doesn't he? generally. Yeah. yeah, left.
5: And then bowler on the right.
4: Yeah, I've been outvoted there, ever Yeah, you have bowlers going in. Oh, about Morgan Rogers? Perhaps. Well, I'll, I'll play anybody but CJ on the left. But I mean, I would love to see Rogers play. <laughs> I would. You know what have
5: we got him in for?
4: Is um... Rogers fully fit yet? Yeah. I don't think he'll start Rogers tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought his cameo. Last week was a good one. Fuck it,
3: bowler's to... going in. Bowler's going yeah, in.
5: Bowler's going
4: in
3: of course, he's fit. He still be fit. He's been playing. He's not been
4: Coming for <coughs> If Olympia, he's half fit, he? if, if he's half fit, sixty still minutes. Give
3: him sixty-five minutes.
4: Yeah,
5: then bring Rogers on.
3: Yeah, there we go. So we've got Maxwell, husband Thornley, Poteta and Lyons, the back four, and this four-two-three-one. The two are our. Is is our new um German, Tri- Thomas Tribal and Sonny Carey with uh Plaveda in the ten roll, Hamilton left wing, bowler right wing, and um Yates yeah, uh, David Coleman though, yeah, he has made a good point. Um what a bench. So
5: Yeah, I was just yeah, I mean let's look at the, let's look down be- that list so we could have that. uh
4: Medina'd be there, wouldn't he? Lavery uh, presumably yeah. Anderson's still a few weeks Dougal, away. Pitino. Dougal, Patino Stewart, I think we can forget about him, can't we? Thompson.
3: Thompson. Connolly Garbs, Garbert. No, yeah, I don't I mean,
5: Connolly. Don't things do seven easy. Don't things look brighter
4: now compared to six weeks ago. It's really it's really well never mind six weeks ago, John. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um I think I think mm. the uh, it's interesting the di- the dynamics changed whether it's whether it's uh, it. false belief or whether it's or whether it's realistic remains to be seen but we've gone from this very much of a, a doom and gloom in the build up to Christmas and f- and listen the performances through Christmas for me even though we got two points out of nine were pretty good and and you could see the the shoots of positivity there uh, you know, but we saw the reduced attendance against Forest, and then a superb performance, and then we've seen some a very positive recruitment. Uh, not less, not left to the thirty first of January, um, but at the beginning of the month. And I think we've all got to go into this second half of the season as if it's day one. I think we've got to work on it being day one. I think I'm sure that's the way Appleton's looking at it. I'm sure it's where the board looking at it. And it's and it seems to be the way the fans are looking at it. I mean, there's far more going to. I'm gutted. I'm not going tomorrow. I'm really. Well, there's going to be 1500 at least isn't there. Yeah, there's going to be 1500. Fans. And listen, I, I, if if I if I didn't have a commitment in the evening, I've got to be at seven o'clock. I would be there with bells on tomorrow. John's got no excuse. He should be <laughs> going down there. Now he's um, Eddie's footballs off, and I'm sure Eddie wants to go, so he can get he can get his arse down there. So that's 15. That's 1502. I'll only go. Um, i only go if
3: Pete gives me his autograph. Uh,
4: deal. It, it, <laughs> but, but, not, not, but in all, in all the seriousness, shirt. there I is a, there pulse. is an air yeah. there is an air of optimism about the club at the moment, which is nice to see because we've been languing we've been languishing in uh, our, uh, the puddle of our own despondency for far too long, um, and it, and it, and, it, and it's been it's been a bit. Listen, we're doing this podcast tonight, aren't we? Because there's a bit of a buzz and yeah, uh, we wouldn't be doing is, yeah. it, would we, if there wasn't a bit of a buzz because the, the the Friday night shows have sort of tailored off a bit and um, it's good to see and I, I really, really hope, and listen, I, I jest a little bit with the 3-0 defeat. Um, I really want us to win tomorrow and I really hope we do and I really hope that we're going to play the attacking football that Appleton wanted to play when he when he came here and th- and that we're capable of playing and that we, you know, I don't think all this nonsense about betting on getting in the playoffs and everything that is ridiculous but let's get safe and 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 enjoy the second half of the season and not be you know and get that buzz back in the north and get that buzz back around the stadium that's that's what that's my wish list for the second half of this season
5: i hope we get beyond, i hope we have a, a appleton sandrine army right from the start tomorrow
4: yeah
3: that's way. what we need. Yeah, we all the positivity we
4: all we all need to be all to be on the same page don't we and i think actually yeah. listen and and tomorrow's result is is quite pivotal because if we get a good result tomorrow and, and, and a good performance then it carries forward to the, you know we've got Huddersfield next home game obviously we could yeah massive uh, and that is a massive massive mm. game you know we really need to win that one so it'd be great to go into that with a bit of positivity because they've been picking up results other teams around us have been picking up results and we really need we really need a win, don't we? We need a league we won a, we had a cup win last week. We need a league win now.
3: Yeah. Do
5: you think we're gonna bring anyone else in?
4: I think we are, yeah. <coughs> one more, maybe. Yeah. I think, we, I think we might get a centre back. That'd be where I yeah. think we might go. Or maybe or if my view that we might still sell Jerry a forward. No.
3: That'll be a disaster if we do that. Uh, well, yeah,
4: I, 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 I think that would send a, a, a very negative message when there's yeah. an air of positivity. So I hope it doesn't happen. Right, oh, here's yeah, positivity
5: silly. for you. I think, and I've said this on AVFTT as well, I think that we will, if Forrest stay up, we will get Pervader and Bowler for next season. On loans or perm? Perms. That's positivity for
4: you. That is positivity for you. You got a
5: spare fifty grand a week, so
4: <laughs> yeah. If you're listening,
5: Simon, I know that, that's what you want to do. Um, oh, and if Gary Medine, if you're listening as well, I'm really sorry about Matt and his new love. Um, mm. So, if you want me to have a word with him? Then I'm more than happy to, Gary. It
4: would. It would. It would be. It's you know. It, it, it'd be like. Um, what do you what would you call it? Um, i forgot the bloody name of the bloody program now. After I was about to say it, I was about to come out with a, a stonker there, but um, it, it would it will be the end of a very very um, long term and, uh, and and lovely relationship, won't it? When that when that yeah. romance between Gary and uh, and Mitch breaks up
5: by Jan it's, it's got it's got heartache all over it.
4: A brief encounter was what I was thinking about, because he obviously, is yeah. up Lancaster way as well, isn't he, Mitch? You know, it's like Carnforth train station. Ima I'm in the uh, Medine in the cafe time. there.
3: <laughs> right, on that note, I think we'll, <laughs> we'll start playing the outro music, the outro background. Um, yeah, oh, just before funny. you head off, if you're watching this um, stream on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to the channel. I was looking into our stats the other day, and um, of all the viewers that we do get less than 40% subscribed to it. So hit the subscription button and um, get the notification bell going. Why, wouldn't you, why
4: wouldn't you subscribe? Oh,
3: exactly, exactly. So it's yeah. better not to, I might even it? give you an autograph if you subscribe.
4: Or well, give Pete's up, Pete's most certainly. Yeah, get yourself you get to Watford tomorrow and take your permanent marker pen and get your shirt signed. <laughs> right, so... Net- uh, uh, uh yeah, next
2: legend...
3: Right, yeah, everybody. Thanks for thanks for watching us. Thanks for your comments. Um, thanks to Carl for coming on. All the I mean, said, is Thanks for watching. Thanks for downloading. And come on the pool. What the pool is? Come oh, on the pool. Come on the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened listening to. Of course, you have why not consider joining our Patreon supporter programme for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also you'll be saying thanks for these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us Pay our hosting costs, our streaming software costs, uh, electric, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seaside's pod. Price of a pint per month. And you also get access to our um, WhatsApp patron supporters group, which is a good laugh. We've got a nice community going on in there. And you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen. So, yeah, please do consider. Signing up and supporting us that URL again, patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod. And if you don't sign up, you're
2: a Big
3: see you later. Thanks for listening.
2: The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around